What's going on, everybody? Since the Sandbox is back, and today we are capping off our schedule predictions with the AFC West, home of the defending champions, the Chiefs. Me and Steve are here. Let's get it rolling, guys. What's going on, guys? Just a quick recap. We want to thank everybody that participated in the Since the Sandbox giveaway. First Instagram giveaway, giving away a Khalil Mack jersey. It was really cool. You know, we thank all you guys that participated in it. But let's just continue with the AFC West rankings. And Lou, we're going to jump in with Denver first. And as we said on the Titans schedule, I have Denver getting a win week one. And this is a prime time game for them at 10-10 versus the Titans. And I think, you know, I think it's going to be a, a very tough game like for, for both of these teams. I think it's going to be a game that's scored around the, the teens or so. And just very competitive. But I think Denver will pull away being at home. But week two, they're going to lose to the Steelers. But I have them getting a surprise win week three versus the Bucks, And then a dub week four at the Jets. So Denver starting off three at one after the first four. Steve, I have it literally the exact same way. I have them losing that game at Pittsburgh. Again, no shame. Uh, Pittsburgh statistically was technically the best defense last year when it comes to pass rush and passer rating and all that. So that's going to be no easy game, Steve, and nothing kind of be upset about. But Steve, I have them losing at New England the following week, but I do have them uh, taking two back-to-back wins, beating Miami at home and then beating Kansas City, the defending champs, right into a bye. But I do have them losing at Atlanta. I think that will be a tough game, more of an offense versus defensive game. And um, I think that one could be very high scoring because uh, obviously Atlanta has a great offense and that's really all they have. And I think we're going to see some good things from Drew Locke, especially against a uh, pitiful defense like Atlanta. No, we couldn't. And Lou, like I said, with the first four stretch, I have it going three and one. And the next four, I have it going one and three. So Denver is going to be right around a, a 500 after their bye week. And once we get to week nine, I have them losing to the Patriots and losing to the Chiefs and also losing to the Falcons. And I just think going to Atlanta after the bye is going to be tough because Atlanta's offense still is no joke, no matter how good Denver's defense is. I just don't know how good Denver's offense will play on the road versus a team like that. But, Lou, I think Denver is going to play Kansas City very close. I think this was the game that I I almost gave to Denver instead of giving to the Chiefs. But I just think the Chiefs are going to assert their dominance a little bit in the division. And taking two wins over the Broncos will be a very powerful way to do that. Going on to Week 10, I have them get have Denver getting back onto a win streak, beating the Raiders, beating the Chargers, and beating the Saints three weeks in a row to take us all the way to Week 12. I'm almost with you, Steve. I have them losing that uh, away game to the Raiders. Divisional game, always tough. And again, I, I like you said, Steve, when it comes to the division games, you just really never know. But I think away, young quarterback, it'll be the first time the Vegas fans really get to be there if there are fans. So I think that's a huge thing. You know what I mean? That's no easy fan base to play in front of. I have them beating the Chargers, Steve. I have them beating New Orleans. And then right after that, I have them losing at Kansas City, at Carolina. I have them beating Buffalo losing at the Chargers, and then I have them capping off the season, Steve, with a win versus Vegas. Uh, that's a 9-7 and seven record for me, uh, which is very good. It's a big improvement. It's just to see the Broncos go from Joe Flacco's our guy and we think he's just hitting his prime to, okay, now we have a good quarterback who's young and a good defense, and it's realistic. You know what I mean? Just the fact that John Elway had Joe Flacco as the chosen one when they first signed him is just the funniest thing of all time to me. But 9-7, and seven, Steve. I like Denver at that. 
No, I think 9-7 and seven keeps them at a very, very competitive record. And, Lou, I have the same stretch that you have to finish the season. And that also has Denver finish at 9-7 and seven for me. I think that's going to have them be, you know, like that's a game close to 10 wins. You know, just, just one more game, that, that's a very different-looking team and a very different-looking record. So I think regardless of what Denver's record will be, they're going to play teams tough no matter who the opponent is. I think their potential all just really relies on Drew Locke and, and his growth. But, Lou, let's take this to the next team. Let's go to the Raiders. Uh, this is a team that I really don't think is, is going to have the best luck this year. And I think the whole confusion with the Raiders is they do have good young players. And a lot of the veteran players and young players are bought into to the Gruden system. But it's just the the controversy over the quarterback position. I feel like that just beats them all up inside. So I just don't really understand that whole thing there and why they want to have such a deep quarterback room and and always talk about drafting a guy in the first round. But, Lou, the the Raiders are going to start off 0-3, losing at the Panthers versus the Saints and at the Patriots. Those definitely aren't the first good three games, especially the the Saints and, and Patriots. But I have them getting a surprise win versus the Bills, and I think that's just because the the Bills are going uh, West Coast for that game. Yeah, Steve, I see the same thing for the Raiders as far as dysfunction. I mean, last year they got a little lucky, Steve, and still didn't do great. I mean, Chargers were really bad uh, with an aging Ribbis who will be great on the Colts, I, I mind you that. Uh, They had a young Broncos team in transition, and they did get Mahomes hurt for a few weeks, and they still couldn't capitalize. So now that they're in the move, different stadium, the quarterback room, like you said, is absolutely full. Steve, I just don't see it being a good season, and I have them losing at Carolina, New Orleans, at New England, Buffalo, at Kansas City, Steve, and I don't have them getting their first win till they play Tampa Bay at home, but that's my surprise win, Steve. You threw Buffalo in there, I counter at Tampa because I think that's crazy, but I do think going to Vegas will be tougher than most people expect. Damn, Lou, you kind of got me in checkmate there. I don't think I could top the Bills with a win versus the Bucks, but I might be able to top it with this. I have the Raiders losing from after week four when they beat the Bills all the way until after they play the Colts in week 14. So they don't get their next win until week 15 at home versus the Chargers. But after that, you know, they, they kind of get hot. You know, they, they're feeling good after getting that other that other win after shattering the losing streak. And they get another win versus the Dolphins. But, you know, reality sets back in when they play at the Broncos where they're most likely going to be trying to make a push for the playoffs. And the Raiders finish the season 3-13. and 13. Wow, I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to have them at a better record than me, but Steve did checkmate me. I don't know the chess rules. I don't know if there's a way to come at back from checkmate. But, yeah, I have them losing at Cleveland, Steve, at the Chargers. I think they get one win at home versus Denver, one at the Jets, beat the Chargers at home for the first time, and beat Miami, Steve. But besides that, I have them just losing. There's no way I see them going to Atlanta and winning. Kansas City should be a clean sweep. I have them at 5-11, and 11, man, and it's just they're going to get better, Steve. I have them poised as a bounce-back team for 2021. That's where I see it. No, there could be a lot of movement in the, in the division. It's just it's tough to imagine the AFC West without the Chiefs at the top of it. And look at the rosters and just like the defenses in the Broncos and the Chargers, Lou. It's like they have elite players at 
every single level of the defense. The Raiders just can't match that. So that's really where it's tough because, you know, they could debatably have the best uh, running back in, in the division and Josh Jacobs depended on, on how you feel. But he's going to even even get better. It's just a matter if their young receivers are going to develop. We know Darren Waller became a, a very good target for a very good price. But, you know, I, I think Carr definitely needs some help. Yeah, he does, Steve. And it's like how you did hit on some on two guys like that. And again, Steve, again, like a lot of things went right for them last season. They just couldn't capitalize. Um, but Steve, onto a team who I think is is kind of in the upward transition in that division. And I think that's the Chargers, Steve. Uh, to stop them out, dude, I have them beating Cincinnati. I have them losing home versus Kansas City, beating Carolina. And then losing versus Tampa Bay, again, uh, they're going to be good versus good teams. You know, I I really don't think the Chargers are an easy play for anybody. Lou, I definitely agree with you as far as the Chargers for the season. And I agree with you for the first three weeks. I have them going two and one, just only losing to the Chiefs. But I do have a little little different week four. I have them beating the Bucs in Tampa. I think that's going to be a a very pivotal game. And these first four games are going to show whether the Chargers are going to be this competitive team that can really push with the Chiefs for that division. Or if, you know, it's going to be Justin Herbert time sooner than we think and the team's going to take another year to transition. So that's how much this team can, you know, bend or break in the opposite direction. But I have I have them starting off three and one, and then week five comes around, they're going to lose to the Saints. The Jets week six, I have them getting another dub. But I do have a surprise loss. I, I think the Chargers sometimes do play down to some competition. I have them losing at the Dolphins. But playing Jacksonville in week eight is definitely going to be a nice fail and getting a dub there. Yeah, Steve, definitely. And this Chargers team just reminds me of almost like the Colts in the Andrew Luck transition where it's you have a veteran guy who's never really proven himself as a starter, but he can move, but he's not a runner. They have solid pieces on offense and solid pieces on defense with a good old line. And you know what I mean? And, and they're obviously not the most star powered in the division. So they kind of resemble that to me, Steve. And I agree with you. I think they beat the Jets. I think they lose at Miami. Uh, I think they beat Jacksonville, beat the Raiders. They go into the bye, Steve, but I have them losing right off the bat out the bye to Denver. I have them beating the, the Raiders week nine, too. So that's two wins in a row. But right after those two wins, after the bye, I have them getting two losses straight at the Broncos, at the Bills. Those aren't easy places to play. And I don't know how strong of a road team this, is, this team is going to be. I know the Chargers are getting a, a whole new stadium and their fan base doesn't really travel regardless. But, but you know, just going across the coast to Buffalo in the end of November definitely isn't going to be fun for an L.A.-based team. Staying on that, that East Coast trip, I think they'll get adapted in that loss to the Bills and then they'll play the Patriots back in L.A. After they play the Patriots, I had them getting a win versus the Falcons, uh, losing versus the Raiders in Week 15. And then ending the season on on a two-game win streak, beating the Broncos and the Chiefs. The reason why I have the Chiefs here is because I'm assuming that they're going to have a better record at the time. This game probably won't won't mean as much to the Chiefs as it would to the Chargers. Yeah, oh, definitely, Steve. I think that'll be a a big factor in that. I do not see it going that way, Steve. I think they lose three straight, Denver, Buffalo, New England, and then they bounce back versus Atlanta lose to the Raiders, beat Denver, and beat Kansas City. Kind of the, like, like I said, see, the same way the Colts were, where it was like a couple of wins, few losses, a couple of good wins, few losses. You know what I mean? It's in and out, wishy-washy. But, Steve, I would not want to go to uh, L.A. and play. I think they have a chip on their shoulder. And, and I think Tyrod Taylor will be the starter for a while, Steve. And 
like for the season. I think he'll finish the whole season as a starter, but he's a lot better than people give him credit for. He has a winning record with the Bills. I have the Chargers with the ten and six record, but wow, really? Yeah, so that that's what I have them finishing with. But I'm I'm happy you brought up the quarterback question because that's actually what I was just gonna wanted to talk to you about. Like, where do you see Tyrod as far as like numbers and? Do you think that he could be a fantasy relative quarterback for maybe like a plug and play, like a guy that can be added and dropped? Absolutely, dude. Steve, I think he will be almost Jacoby Brissett 2.0, just better mobility. I do think their running game, because um, Eckler can catch the ball and they do have a good tight end, I think he will, he'll be a little more pass tappy, Steve. I don't know if he'll get as many scores as we would like through the air, Steve, but I think he's, he, I, I'll say this, Steve, I think he's going to be a better fantasy quarterback than the likes of Jimmy Garoppolo, like that echelon of guy. I firmly believe that. Damn, that's a bold prediction, Lou. I know you're not high on Jimmy, and I have them at seven and nine, Steve, but Tyrod Taylor has been decent with bad teams. Give him a good team, a good roster, and I think he can make some magic happen. No, I definitely think that he can be, you know, right around like quarterback 15, depending on uh, the format of your fantasy leagues, of course. But mm-hmm. above Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, that that's really bold. Lou, what would you do if you had to compare Tyrod to Phillip Rivers in fantasy? What, what direction would you go there? It depends. I mean, again, it depends on the Colts season because I can see a run-heavy style from the Colts. But I think Rivers behind a good old line – is going to chew through bad defenses. And they gave us a ton of bad defenses to play. So I'm all for it. Again, Steve, I think the running from Tyrod, because he's not a runner, but he can run. I think that might level it out. Again, I think Rivers, Jimmy G and him, will all be every week, Steve, in that 10 to 15, 16 range. But I don't think he'll get hurt. I definitely think he's more surefire to not get hurt than Jimmy and Phil. I just like him, dude. I've always liked Tyrod, and I really think people are sleeping. And again, I think Jimmy Garoppolo will be better as a quarterback next season. I just don't think it'll translate fantasy-wise. No, fair enough. And I would probably say, you know, 20 to 25 total touchdowns for Tyrod, maybe like 33, 3,500 yards if he was to play the whole season. And I could definitely see him punching in like six rushing touchdowns some, somewhere around there. And I think those would be very solid for, like I said, a, a plug and play. But, Lou, enough on the charges. Let's get to Kansas City, who I have winning the division. And I know this might sound crazy. A lot of teams might think after the Super Bowl they might not be the same team. But, Lou, I have them starting off winning the first 14 weeks. Wow. I do not have that. I will tell you this. <laughs> um, I, do, I don't think they'll hit a Super Bowl slump. I, I think they will be the team they were last season in a nutshell. I, I don't think the offense will be as explosive just because I feel like Mahomes has been in the league a couple of years and they can kind of see that if you could keep him in the pocket, kind of like the Colts did that, that game, I think that it's a winning formula versus them. But Steve, I have them winning the first two weeks. I have them losing at Baltimore. I think they smoke New England and the Raiders, lose to Buffalo, lose to Denver back-to-back. Two tough road games, Steve. Those are two very tough road games in cold, tough environments. Have them beating the Jets, beating Carolina, the bye week, Steve, beat the Rams right after that. And then, Steve, I don't have them losing again till uh, Tampa Bay, which is a road game. Yeah, now, just looking back at the schedule, they really do have a lot of tough road games. But, you know, I think, you know, with the exception of, you know, maybe like the Ravens, the Bills and the Broncos, a lot of those teams like like the Chargers and, and the Raiders, they don't have as much as a direction as the Chiefs. So that's probably why 
I picked them to be such a heavy favorite, but those are still tough games on the road. I do have them getting that win over the Bucks, even though I think that'll be tough. Where I do have the Chiefs losing on the road is versus the Saints. And I just think that because the Saints are home, they're going to have a lot of momentum. You know, this could be Drew Brees' last season. So this could be uh, one, one of the better matchups that that we see between Drew Brees and Mahomes it could be one of those crazy shootout games and I'm predicting this about 37 weeks before the season <laughs> but uh week 16 I have the Chiefs beating the Falcons and then like I said with the Chargers schedule I'll have them losing week 17 so the the win streak I actually had them was 13 because I I just counted the the bye week in there, but I have the Chiefs finishing with the 14-2 and two record. Yeah, Steve, I, I could completely see that. I mean, they're the defending champs. The defense has gotten better, and again, that defense was good. Like, people people want to say that defense was bad for a while, but it got good. Um, They added a new running back. I don't know if they'll be as dynamic passing the ball, like I said, but Steve, I, I only have them losing that next game to New Orleans, uh, and I, I completely agree with you. I think that'll be a shootout dynamo for the season, kind of the way we'll see New Orleans and San Fran was last season. I think that was a great game and I around the same time no that San Fran game was at the end of the season or close to am I correct it was somewhere around there but Lou I I feel like from just like the past couple of seasons we always have like a crazy shootout game like that because I remember two years ago on last year there was that was obviously the game but two years ago it was the Rams and the Chiefs I'm pretty sure playing up crazy game that got to over like a hundred total points and that was really like the big not the big bring out game for, for Jared Goff but that was like him showing like his his top potential, you know, he was really dicing there with Mahomes, and we just really haven't seen that since. Yeah, that, that, Steve, I'll never forget watching that game, dude. That was a sling fest, man. But, but Steve, I like the Chiefs this year. I don't know if they'll be the best team in the AFC, but I have them at eleven and five, man. Nonetheless, a playoff team. They might even get a bye. And again, I really only see Steve them losing to either or those teams that have high powered offenses who can make stops like Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Or good defenses like the Buffalo, Denver, and the Ravens. You know what I mean? Like, they're not losing to any slouches, you know? That, no. It's just not going to happen. I think we're seeing not the next dynasty, but we're going to see the next kind of, you know, like, you know when, like, the Pats and the Colts and the Steelers were, like, at the height of their powers? How they, they didn't lose to bad teams. How they just kind of, like, carry around like Rodgers right now. You know what I mean? Always. Yep a contender you know as long as they have the same core guys but Lou I'm happy we got to finish you know the schedule predictions this is uh, the last division that we needed to get to and we're gonna have to date back at the end of the season to see how close our records really were and how off our takes were how accurate they were but I have just to go back to it the Chiefs at 14 and 2 the Broncos at 9 and 7 the Chargers at 10 and 6 and the Raiders at 3 and 13 and that wraps up my AFC West. Yeah, man, I get the Chiefs at 11 and 5, Broncos at 9 and 7, Chargers at 7 and 9, and at the bottom of the barrel I have the Raiders, man. I didn't sign anything. These might change in my head throughout the end of the season. So, if the Raiders end up making the playoffs, I didn't sign nothing. <laughs> I didn't put anything in ink. But no, dude, this was awesome. I I cannot wait for even just fantasy stuff to stop, man, cuz I know all you guys love fantasy. Me and Steve love throwing out fantasy content, man, and and that'll be the next thing for us and it's going to be awesome so do not miss it yeah peace guys